Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt Sawicki. You're listening to Fruit of the Boom. What's up? What's going on, brother, man? It's JVJR. How you doing, JV? Man, doing good, man. This episode 20. We have established this is episode 28. 28. Because <laughs> we weren't sure last episode. But <laughs> We're very sure this episode. Very sure this episode. So now this is episode 28 of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. We actually got a couple guests right now. We got my man right now, one of our uh, CNN guests with us. Uh, we got my man DJ who working the camera Ooh. right now. <laughs> How you doing, brother, man? Go ahead and say something real quick, man, while you're filming everybody. I'm working. <laughs> and, nah. also, and also, we also have an awesome guest, our main guest, the main event. The main event. Oh, man. Capo. <laughs> Look at that. Special treatment today. I'm loving it. How you doing, brother? Appreciate you, fellas. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm hanging in there. I can't Wonderful. Complain. Thank so hey, for anybody that doesn't know, Fresh Produce it's a beat uh, is a is a uh, Fresh Produce is a beat battle. Fruit of the Boom is a is a <laughs> is a podcast about that beat battle, and uh, we talk to engineers, we talk to producers, we talk to DJs, uh, we kind of get the behind the scenes, uh, you know, stories, uh, tips, tricks, you know, all the what have yous and whatnots. Exactly, we just talk basically all about the lives, like the history and the equipment and tips, like you said, tips and tricks of the trade. How to lose your money, how to make your money. Yeah. Basically, man. So I'm good at losing it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely one of the things that we always want to make sure people are well informed, people who are, are in, like rappers or artists, or people who just want to are interested in what the behind the scenes game is about. Right. So that's the whole point of this podcast. And we want to start in the hometown. So we got a lot of St. Louis people. And so we want to get another well respected St. Louis homie in the game right here, my homie Capo. So, so give uh, us all the answers, please. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Starting with the first. So we want to answer this first question, which the same question I asked literally everybody. How did you get started in music production? Take us back. Man, Moni Love. It's a shame. Back when I was fucking nine years old, I believe, man. That was uh, I heard that joint and it was over for me, man. It's a shame. Okay. So I heard, you know, that was, I got into that, man. And as soon as that played, I was like, man, I just fell in love with hip hop. You okay. know, it's just that boom bap shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I didn't even know she was down with other people that I was going to love later on in life, like Dayline Tribe and that whole squad, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what was going on at that time. I just knew when I heard it. I loved it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and it got it, it planted the seed, and I just started growing from there, man. I started looking for other things that sounded like that. Uh-huh. I started trying to find, like, I started hearing certain things in records that sounded like these songs, and then for the hip hop records and stuff like that, you know. So I started digging in my mom's records, yeah, and making beats out of a record player and a tape deck. There you, you go. Know? So I was just making it work when I was. Shit, like I fell in love at nine. I tell you, thirteen, I got my first pair of turntables. Okay. And a twelve-second sampler. Shit. And at that point, I was mixing break beats with the harmonies from records. Uh huh. And you know, I had like twenty people at the house at one time. You know what I'm saying? Like just mobbing up at the house. Yeah. And, uh, we would just start smoking lots of weed and rapping, huh? <laughs> you know, I think, I think that's how it starts for everybody. You know? <laughs> so it, that's that's pretty much just the 101 of that. So then you, you not only make beats, but you're you are a rapper. For sure, man, definitely. That's actually um the beats and the DJing thing came first, you uh-huh. know, but I rapped very shortly after that, man. You know, as soon okay. as I started making them and I was just sitting there, um, you know, jamming out to the beats, 
Yeah. A lot of the shit was garbage, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning, but, you know, I just, I fell in love with the rapping, too, so. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, did some graffiti stuff for a while. Okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? So, you nice. know, I know how to b- throw up a tag and a burner and all that good shit, and, nice. you know, um, the only thing I really can't do is B-Boy, you know what I'm saying? Uh. <laughs> not agile, you know? So, uh, so, what are your weapons of choice in music production? What are you using? Obviously, I love the sample, man. You know, I love to fuck with the records all day long. So I'd have mm-hmm. to say, you know, you got to get a nice, crispy record. Um, you got to, my first thing I ever sampled was Bob James, you know what I'm saying? So that nice. was one of the first guys. So I uh, got to get the record. You got to chop it up properly. And you got to have some break beats. And you got to have an MPC in my mind, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, that's the only thing I know how to use. Uh, I've never been able to... Like a lot of these producers can use the MPC, use this and that and stuff. You know, my brain, I've been using the MPC for so long where I just don't even want to fuck with anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my instrument, you know? Yeah. It's like Jimmy played the guitar, you know what I'm saying? My shit is the MPC. And I know a lot of people say, you got to learn this, you got to learn that. But, you know, that's just unfortunately how it is for me. I'm a one trick pony with the fucking MPC, you know what I'm saying? So. That's all I got. It's a pretty good trick. Ain't shit wrong with it, man. Like, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. And I think, you know, some magical shit you can do with this fucking NPC, you know, and a lot of stuff, you can do anything with it, really, you know? So it's just my medium to do what the fuck, to be creative, you know what I'm saying? Have you had one NPC the whole time, or have have you been through many? Funny enough, I've had the same NPC. I know all my friends, you know, that have had them and stuff, they burn through these fucking things. <laughs> and I pound the shit away on this thing. Sure you and do. And I still... <laughs> with, your little, with your little soft fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I pound them as hard as I can with my little soft fingers. And then, you know, I've never broke mine. So wow. it's still running, you know. It's giving me a little fucking uh, trouble here and there. But I, it always turns on. And as long nice. as... Yeah, it still works. Man, lucky. Yeah, man. That's well, they're probably if you ever have to replace it, it probably costs way less than it used to. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Gosh. Yeah, exactly. What I are you on? An XL? I think back in uh, oh, wow. two thousand. Yep. Yeah. I sold when I sold mine. I sold mine to a guy for twelve hundred. It was like in probably two thousand. What seven? You jerked him, dog. I got him. You jerked bad. him. It was that guy's listening. Like fuck. But you but sword. you know he got to he, he I, I he got some ser- some quality service from. <laughs> he got to ask me a bunch of questions. Yeah, he got stuff. a little knowledge there. Yeah, yeah, first is to not buy shit from Massawiki. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first, first thing he learned. <laughs> Hey man, mine had the eight outs on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth twelve hundred for sure. <laughs> so uh, go ahead and give us a little bit of history about um, you know just working with the people like bits and pieces and things of that nature. For sure, man. You know, so yeah, give us a little bit of history in the background, like you know the uh, the Davis brothers, man. Like right. what's going on with that? So basically, man, I moved here in '99, uh, right? So I just graduated high school. I spent summer by myself where I grew up in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. A lot of people don't know that, but I spent most of you know, my high school middle school there but anyway i moved here in 99 and um went to merrimack met vic and jaw's cousin uh-huh uh, or met cat and jaw's cousin vic and a real cool dude man me and him chopped it up started hanging all the time and uh we got introduced to this other guy named gage dyson from perfect strangers you know what i'm saying that's my homie right there so we started kicking out kicking it pretty hard and um you know, Vic's like, dude, you know, my cousins, they fucking rap, man, and they're pretty good. You should come to a couple of these shows. So, you know, I, I was love hip-hop, so of course I'm going to go, man. And uh, 
if I remember, the Galaxy was one of the main oh, wow, ones yeah. there. Red Sea back uh-huh. in the day, you oh, know. Wow. I mean, where the speakers would literally catch on fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like not and bullshit. You could wa- like, you hit your head on the ceiling. <laughs> in the, hit your in head the cave. on the ceiling, way down, blackout, fucking have a good time, you know. But that was a. Uh, so we saw them at the Galaxy, man. Um, that spits and pieces, obviously, and that's when K9 was scratching for him too, which is another fucking legend. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the so, legends. Yeah, no doubt, man. So. Just, I remember watching these guys and, uh, you know, Ja was so fucking smooth, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. just the way his presence, you know, the way he would fucking chill and just, I mean, I, the guy was fucking slick, man. And, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But Cat, you know, watching Cat perform was some of the best shit I've, at in that point in my life, was the best hip-hop shit I've ever seen, you know, on stage, like a oh. performance. I've seen a lot of dudes, too. I mean, I've seen Big Pun, I've seen Nas. You know, I've seen, you know, a lot of these motherfuckers, you know, and um, a lot of legends. But seeing Cat and just, you know, seeing him the way he fucking controlled the mic and he would dance around this fucking stage and make sure it was like he was touching everybody, you yeah. know? And just watching him, man, it was a fucking, I mean, it really hits you in the soul, you know? You knew uh-huh. this motherfucker was destined for greatness, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was powerful shit. Both of them are fucking dope as fuck, but I mean, Cat was wild with the performances, man. Mm-hmm. And Cat also was the one that took me under his wing, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Ja was like, fuck this dude, I think, when he first met me, and he was like, who the fuck <laughs> is this goofball? Get him the fuck out of here, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Ja was a little older, he had his thing going, he always, you know, he was nice with the ladies and all that good stuff, so, you know, he was like, he, he didn't want to waste much time on me man but cat you know he was like he really saw my interest and he really i had a bunch of music i already um performed or already recorded onto tape just some beats i made and me just you know rapping over him and he'd listen to him and say man i need to do more stuff like this this is great blah 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 and i'm like you know you're just fucking you know shooting the shit you're fucking with me here but you know he really he saw that i was interested in shit and he really enjoyed my style man and Vice versa, I was in love with the guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was just the ma- biggest fan you could fucking probably ever have, but he was just such a cool motherfucker anyway, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like, even besides the music, the motherfucker was the coolest dude anyway. He was nice to everybody. Yeah. Humble as fuck, and he would battle at a fucking drop of a dime, too, you know? <laughs> like, it didn't take shit for him to start rapping. I remember picking him up, man, he would start rapping. From the time he would get in the fucking car mm-hmm. to the fucking time he, I would drop his ass off. He would just be like, Cat, play some beats. You got any new beats? And we would just rap the whole time. Wow. When, I, when I say we would rap, it's him rapping 95% of the fucking time. <laughs> and me just, just listening and trying to fucking keep up. Wow. Yeah, yeah it Jeez. was amazing, man. Hot dog. Oh, yeah. man. See, and that's what, you know, and that sounds like, because I see, because I see it's like, man, it's like, oh, man, because it's like, he was a special dude because, as we know, unfortunately, Cat's no longer with right. us. And, um, you know, it's, I came to the game late, so I only got a chance to meet the OG job, man. But he yeah. did, you know, to, he did put me on game by his his brother, you know, and then yeah. same with you. I taught Cat so, out yeah, of rap, so that's a good little hip-hop fact right there for a little trivia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. That's what's up, man. Yeah. But, yeah, but it sounds like you guys just have a long, rich history, just especially in this scene right now. For sure, man. man. So, and it's definitely respectable. It runs like everyone who knows about the hip-hop scene yep. in St. Louis. For sure. And I have to say that seed was planted by them, and Cat was a, the one doing a lot of the politicking, man, back in the day. I mean, like I said, he was just a cool dude, and everybody fucking loved him. And, you know, he just moved from the time... I, he was the last one to go to bed, first one to get up, always had the energy, always making the contacts, you know. I mean, the guy was a mover and shaker, man, and 
it's a damn shame because it's what who fucking knows what we'd be listening to right, right. now, you know? Right. Rest in peace to the OG, man, for real. Yep. For real, Rest for real. Rest in peace. Raw yeah. dog forever, man. Hell yeah, man. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about, you know, just, um, I would say, your history with the B-Battle scene and Fresh Produce, because, you know, we even met just, that's how me and you met. Oh, we, yeah, definitely. We, we met through this shit, the B-Battle scene. So, for sure. So, you know the both the old school scene and you know the new school right. scene. So, just give us your thoughts on, like, what do you think about Fresh Produce back then compared to now? And, like, just, like, you know, just what you've noticed, especially on the positive end. Well, I'm always game for a good beat battle, you know what I mean? That's always going to be entertainment to me. That's always going to get my fucking funky ass out of the house. And, <laughs> you know, I'm going to come see that. Because I want to see who else is making the beats. I want to see who else has got the talent. And I want to see what kind of styles are out there, you know? And I, I like to just learn about what other people are doing, what kind of equipment they're using, all that fun stuff, man. Yeah. But from them to now, man, I mean, really, fresh produce battles have been dope you know what i'm saying i just think everything's kind of coming to fruition with it now fruit of the boom and all that it's like sure. that play right there you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyway i mean i really think you know it's it's been the same thing but now it's just everybody knows what they're fucking doing you know yeah. and i think the cameras are on the lights are on they got it you know you guys got everything sounding good and i like the new venue oh lot, man you yeah. know i think you know Having a smaller venue like that and crowding it in like the way you guys have, throwing fucking hundred people into that little joint, man, you really fucking get the. It feels hip hop. Yeah. Know? But you it's guys like a house get party, the fucking you know? seats out of there, man. That's, oh man, yay. that's like Boom. the fourth vote for no seats. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. You can't have people sitting in the back and then people standing in front of them. They're like, oh, you gotta get out of my way. Fuck that, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is hip hop, baby. Shit. <laughs> And I, you heard I'm it here first. I'm kind of on team like, who the fuck cares what's going on on stage? You're playing motherfucking beats. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's I'm, nothing happening. <laughs> right, that's true. Hey, but you know, uh, people get offended if you're standing in front of them. Oh, and get shit. fucked. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? I like to stand. You know, so if everybody was standing, whatever. Fuck it. I guess you don't. You're vetoing my fucking idea. No, I love it. I think there's only one person that I know that doesn't want those seats to go away. Oh, yeah, who's that? That little guy right here to my left. I felt it get a little warmer over here on my left. Somebody's getting a little angry or something. Sean's got hype ideas for those seats. I mean, yay. If you got a big master plan or something, you let, you know. Big Papa. But. Oh, man. That's just my two cents. He's just not even saying nothing. He's like. It's like we're not even we're talking to nobody. <laughs> he just turned the camera off. Shut it down. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I told you I was working. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing some things. So go ahead and tell us a little bit more about, you know, just um who all else have you worked with outside the Davis brothers, man? Oh shit, I got a list here, guys. Oh, Hold good. on. There we go. Let me pull this thing yes. out real quick. Is that the list that I couldn't read off? Yeah, exactly. The one I sent to you for you were supposed to say in front of everybody make me look really cool, and then you're like, fucking, it's Capo, yeah, whatever. Right, let's he he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> Hold on one sec. Here Did, we go. You, All you, right. You yelled some of that stuff in the crowd, though. Yeah, yeah no, I took still, it on. You know, yeah, see, I got the, I still, JPR, Jim's pool room all day. Yeah. F5 yes. Records, baby. Yep. All right, so production, man. We got Sadat X, Percy P. All right. Accurate, All okay. Eyes Manifest, mm -hmm. Altered States, Broke Poets, Here's Crazy, Bits yeah. and Pieces, Icon, Earthworms, Intellect MC, So and So, Brothers Lazaroff, Geo Davis, Ox Young Pimpin', Ryan Wordsmith, Juice the Shinobi, Adverb Superb. Wow. You know what I'm saying? James Irwin, Steve Ewing, Foo Fops, 12 to 6. <laughs> Foo Fops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Committee, Jonesy, 
you know, Linus, Tucker Booth, Jay Toff, all them, all those guys, Thelonious Kryptonite, Nato Khalif, bam. Woo. That's a lot of them. That's a lot of legends. Shout out to yes. all the homies. And I want to work. Hey, yes. if you're listening, yes. Rockwell Knuckles, all Family right. Affair, come uh, fucks with me, man. Yes, yes. I'm ready. There I'm you finally go. ready to fuck with you guys here. There you go. <laughs> hey, there you go. He's calling you out. <laughs> I got a couple nice ones saved up. A couple nice ones, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you, you, you say it takes a good sample and a good break, break beat. You got some oh, yeah. favorite break beat? Uh, like like a Clyde Stubblefield guy, you, oh, who, yeah. who, who who are you going for for your break beats? Man, they're where all do you reach dope. to? Or you just grab I, a vinyl? I grab anything, man. You know, if it comes from anywhere, and there's, I mean, obviously you can, the Queen drums, you know, just the fucking, uh huh, you know, just shit like that. You can grab from any record. Just whenever there's a drop, I'll take drums from hip hop records that are just, you know, just when it solos out. Sure. You know? So I'll grab something from anything. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So no favorites. I mean, I got sample favorites. I got, you, you know. You don't have a favorite. What's your favorite break? Like, impeach the press. That's my favorite break. Right. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Shit, you kind of got me fucking dumbfounded right now. No, that's cool, man. But I, I can go do a little research and get back sure, to you. You sure. know what I mean? But I like uh, them all. Nice. Do you, you don't work with keyboards or nothing like that when you're making stuff? Nah. It's all in the MPC. Yeah, just all MPC shit, man. Uh-huh. Yep, definitely. I do a little bit. I got some K-Oscillator stuff, and I got a keyboard, and I have other um, other instruments I can play with the stuff. Sometimes I do use that, um, but I, MPC, I can really do most of my shit with yeah. that. You know? How many tracks do you usually use when you're making a beat? It can go, it depends, man, how deep I get into it. You know, sometimes I'll just have a break and I'll just have a sample. Yeah. And I'll just switch it a couple times, three or four times. Sure. And sometimes I'll have the whole fucking thing filled up, uh-huh. throwing them in, mixing and matching, you yeah. know, and have 16 fucking different kind of flips. You know? Sure. Yeah. Nice. So, man, so have you ever, uh, since you mainly just, like you said, you're an NPC person, have right. you ever thought about working with any kind of software or like you say you just gonna stick with hardware and that's it that's i mean uh, the, changing it up to me is like you're changing it up to do the same thing basically you know with the mpc i'm i always see you can do this and you can do that with the new software you know but mm. to me i'm like i can do that with the mpc still so until i see something that's like oh you just can't you can think it and then it'll do it so you know what i'm saying like I'm gonna be stuck on the MPC for how some you, reason. Have you? Uh, I mean, I know Matt. Uh, like as, as we always talk, he's a machine person. Yeah. So I mean, from what I've seen, I mean, and from what I've experienced, the MPC. I mean, the machine is pretty much like the perfect blend of software and hardware. Right, and it looks like an MPC enough to where you might be able to trick me into that one yeah. for a little bit, you know. <laughs> for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but it's not, you know, it, it's not. It's just to me, it just looks like a more technical MPC. Sure. Yeah. I'm a computer guy. For me, it's just better. I can visualize it easier, and it Same just here. does a lot of bunch of different shit. But I feel you on the MPCs. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved when I had my MPC. The thing I didn't love was fucking trying to. Well, I used it with with outboard stuff, so like trying yeah. to like have a notebook full of like, well, uh, patch uh, A026. Yeah, when you're doing shit like that. Nah, yeah, I see man. that. Yeah. That's, Fuck all that. I can't do I've tried to do that, and I've tried to MIDI my shit up and do this and that, you know, but it just takes the fun out of it for me at that point. I'm like, man, I'm working too fucking hard to try to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be fucking working this so hard, you got, thinking this hard about it. I just want it to come natural. Yeah. Man. 
do you got like a mixer hooked up to your MPC and you just like put in records or how do you sample into it yeah, usually? Yeah, definitely. That's I mean when I first started it was all records, you know, all I mean, vinyls. All vinyl records. Uh-huh. It started off with just my mom and dad's collection, then mm-hmm. I started going to vintage vinyl and the Euclid records, getting the dollar records and all that shit and I stockpiled a whole gang of those, made beats like that for years and years, but then YouTube comes out, you know what I'm saying? iTunes comes out, you yeah. know. And now you can sample fucking from anywhere. So Right. I mean, you can pull up anything, you can look for anything, and so that's kind of my go-to now. I still love record YouTube? sampling. Um, no, more iMusic and iTunes shit. iTunes like, and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, like where you can just type in the song you want. Totally. Do, do, do. It sounds good it's, as fuck. Exactly, and it's crispy. Yeah, You know, I just ripped off iTunes yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded really Shout good. Shout out to iTunes. <laughs> I ain't paying you shit. Oh, I still pay them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get their $9.99 their, a month, right? Oh, yeah, I, get, yeah. I, I don't know. Is it only $9.99? I thought it was like 15 Oh, you're getting the Massawiki deal right oh, there. Oh, I don't know. I think we pay for the... I, I've got the, uh, the family... The family Family gig one, so you can get like six of your buddies on it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, yeah. For 15 bucks, yeah, that's a good deal. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't shit wrong with that. Yeah. So, um, who does Capo see himself working with in the future if he can work with any like big name person, whether it's mainstream or underground? Man, that's a deep one there. I mean, I got a bunch of shit coming out, I can tell you that. I mean, yeah. we got uh, the Speak Here's one. Crazy album yeah. coming right now. It's killing. We got um, the Broke Poets album right now that's already out. Yeah. You know, um, we got obviously new John Davis tracks coming, uh-huh. records, DJ Crucial fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the legends as well. That's another guy through bits and pieces, you know, that I've known for a long time and it's always been family with him, man. So, really good dude, man. Um, honestly, I mean, we do definitely got to get that Rockwell Knuckles and Family Affairs thing yes. going on here, you know? So, um, but also, I want to work with Tef again, you know. Um, what record with, you do with Tef? I had the first shit he ever rapped on. No man, shit. When he was just a fucking kid, man. Ah! You know what I'm saying? The, one of the first records I Tef ever rapped poetic. on. Yes. J- John Cat took me over to the Black Spades uh, joint with Mustafa. They all were like living in the same place up in North County, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we recorded a bunch of stuff for the Bits and Pieces album. Mm-hmm. But also, when we were there, I did shot, you know, shot the shit with Black Spade. Got a couple beats off him. Him and uh, you know, got a feature with me, uh, Ja, Tef, and Cash. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? From back in the day, and man, it was just a you know, it was just a little boom bapper. Never did anything with it really, but it Tef's like Tef told me that was the first joint he ever rapped on, man. Nice. And I could tell from that moment that the dude was fucking nice. You know, uh-huh. like at that second, his first time he ever fucking rapped. That shit was fuck. He nailed it. You know, he was like <laughs> crushing everything. You know, so yeah. from that moment, I was like, "Damn, this motherfucker right here is gonna be killing it." Nice. You know? That's what's up, man. <laughs> nice little piece of the story right there. I appreciate that. Um, you use Pro Tools to track your beats out into, or do any mixing or anything no, like that? That's see, I always just um, I've always had good friends that knew how to work Pro Tools, so uh-huh. that's that's always it's always been cool like that. Crucial uh, had the Pro Tools deal going on. Um, so that's who I first started recording with Engage Dotson Perfect Strangers We're about to release some old tracks From uh, that era as well nice. So that's coming up too But uh, he was the second guy To kind of hold it down for us For a long time Then we went over to Icon You uh-huh. know Massacre Studios He was over on the south side Right off Graboy Recorded there for a while 
Um, then we went over to Wordsmith, the Janders box. Yeah, you know, did a lot of recording over there. I haven't been seeing Ryan talk too much lately. Is he st- he's still doing a whole lot? <laughs> hey, I just got a little messenger from him today, man. So he's doing Good. well. Yeah, he's still fucking kicking it, man. So, and uh, you know, nowadays we're just doing a little. We're recording over at Jonesy's for this broke poet joint. And yeah, recording here Jonesy. a little bit more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get that working a little stronger too. So, you know. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's kind of a little breakdown of that. You don't, you don't, you don't track your beats out yourself ever. How do you, how do you go about it? You just, uh, I track you my beats beat, out. Yeah, yeah, how do you do yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. Though? I mean, with the MPC, you just you have layers, right? Sure. So you layer your snare in. You know, you layer your kick in, your hi hat, your samples, blah blah blah. You know, you can keep going and going and going. Sure. But um, so that's basically what I do is I track it out, and then once you have them tracked in, your hair, your your snares, your kicks, all that stuff. You can go to a different sequence. So you can take your tracks and then move them. You can copy them to a different sequence. Sure. And then, you know, that's how I move the, the from the intros, choruses. Totally, totally. So when you're dumping that, like you've sent me the track outs from the tracks before. How do yeah. you dump? What do you, or do you, or did you go to Crucials and drop them in there yeah, or something probably, like that? Yeah, I don't know if I've ever sent you shit separated. Oh, I totally have. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I think so. I've came here and separated them. Like, I, yeah. Well, maybe I'm twisting it, but I thought yeah. maybe once or twice. I, don't know. I thought I can hear crazy that shit. Like, <laughs> that seems like a lot of work for me. I don't ah! know. Yeah. Okay, I, you're I, probably right then. Yeah, exactly. I would have <laughs> came here and probably dumped them in solo, dolo, you know, yeah. but I had, or at least. The way I normally do it is just dump the drums on one track. And, and the percussion on one track. But that's not my style. I don't know if I'd let you do that. Yeah, right, yeah. I'd be I like, know. why don't we split them up? <laughs> that's awesome. Different methods. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. <Yeah. laughs> so go ahead and tell us a little bit about... Um, because something I do want to know, man, is uh, tell us just like your experience, like your own experience just with beat battling. Like, what made you want to get into it? Basically, I was, you know, it's usually just kind of a forced thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm not really a confrontational person, you know? Like, I don't like to get up there and, you know, showboat and shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But you got to do that stuff just to kind of get the word out there, just to kind of let people know that you're still fucking doing it and all that fun stuff. And you got to bring the family out there and show them, show them off, too. You know, you want right. all the people you're rapping with and all that good stuff. Let them know, you know, just put the word out there. So that's kind of always been the reason for me to get involved, you know? Yeah, um, I I just love to go because I the entertainment value obviously, but I like to get involved just for that aspect, just to kind of shine a light on what I'm doing and what's going on, you know. So nice, that's what's up, man. Yeah. So tell us a little bit of some history about just some more people. Like, uh, how did uh, the whole Jim's Pool Room situation happen? Jim's Pool Room was created from the connection I made with Gage and Cat and Ja over at Merrimack there. We took over, and he, he started going to Webster. I started faking like I was going to Webster. I just hung out there every fucking day, you know what I'm saying? But they actually went there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was there every fucking day hanging out, and we met Sean Velagor, who's SV, our DJ, man. And okay. Super talented producer, funny motherfucker, great DJ. And, um, you know, he scratched records, and we rapped and made beats and shit. So we just got together, started making a lot of music, and... Um, you know, we just started building from there. His aunt, the the where Jim's pool room comes from is he had kind of like a crazy fucking aunt that would call him and be like, or every time he would call her, she'd be like, Jim's pool room. You know, like, let's say some crazy shit. And it's like every time. So he's like, let's call it Jim's pool room. You know, I was like, fuck yeah, hey, this, why not? You know, 
So, that's kind of the story behind that one. Nice. It's not a big deep story. That was just a crazy ant, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the thing about it is like sometimes, you know, that's just the kind of the history about just how names happen, like, which is another good segue. How did the name how did we go from Nick Petty to Capo? Nick Petty and Capo, that's an easy one right here. Ooh, so ooh. my mom's maiden name is Nancy Capo Bianco. Ooh, so okay. I'm a real fucking Capo. You know what I'm saying? Like these motherfuckers <laughs> call themselves Capo and shit. But, you know, you don't have that shit on your birth fucking certificate. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, hey <laughs> fucking guys over here. You know what I'm saying? So basically, my mom's maiden name is Nancy Capo Bianco. So that's my grandpa's name was Robert Capo Bianco. Okay. And they called him Cap. You know, so Cap was short for his shit. And then they started calling me Capo. You know, all my friends saw my middle name and they were like, hey. Let's call you Capo. You know, they didn't even know that that was a fucking mob thing or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I just, you know, I'm like the furthest thing from a fucking mob boss ever. But, you know, the name just stuck. So that's what it is. So you're in uh, you're in the Broke Poets, right? Yeah, definitely. Man. Can, can you tell us, like, uh, what you guys just dropped? Like, Just dropped some fucking heavy shit, man. Some dope bangers. We got, like, 12 tracks on this thing. We got a banging intro with a lot of cool motherfuckers shouting us out and giving us love, man. Just showing St. Louis as united, you know? Um, we got a lot of people that we're fucking with, like Accurate and Ja and everybody that came in and did their thing on that. Nice. You know? So it's just a collective, man. You know? And there's a lot of moving pieces with Broke Poets. You uh-huh. know, it's, it's it can be anybody at any time. You know? Sure, it's just St. Louis fucking collaboration. Cool, you know? yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Who's currently affiliated with Bro Poets? As uh, right now, we definitely got you know Jonesy is you know rocking and rolling, man. He's he's this is his little baby. This was yeah. his brainchild. You know what I'm saying? Shout so out to the home. He, yep, for sure. Uh, Bobo is a younger kid coming up, man. He's fucking really dope, man. Okay. Uh, this other kid, Veron Finch, man. He's really dope. You know, so I'm naming uh, naming uh, the younger guys right now, man. Really talented kid, man. Probably had one of the best verses on the album, man. And it was kind of like his, you know, he's just breaking the ice. So it was, it was nice to see. But Accurate's on there. Uh, ja Davis is on there. Uh-huh. You know, um, obviously myself. Uh, we got Matthias doing a killer intro on there, man. We got some great production from SVMA Double. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, we got some good stuff going on. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Can you tell people about uh, your stuff with old books? Old books, man. That's my favorite stuff right there. But this old books makes me feel like I made it, man. That's like the <laughs> fucking superstar shit right there. That is the uh, what Calc 2's brainchild right there, man. That's and uh, you know, obviously all the homies on that one, man. Swicky Lincoln, you know, fucking split, split face in the house, you know what I'm saying? Pace, Pace lift. lift, Pace's lift. Split you know, face. I didn't know which one to say right nine, there. Three, like two. nine three two. <laughs> Pace lift, split face. That was for you, buddy. All right. <laughs> He's gonna say that shit's dead. <laughs> We're bringing that back to life, man. I got a whole fucking thing with Calc right now, for sure. I got an idea to fucking bring that one back to life for just at least one more episode. But, so uh, what do you do on uh, on uh, old books? I'm the stuff? librarian, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm always making sure the the books are brought back on time. No late fees, you know what I'm saying? Just, right, right. You know, and, then, and then there's a special sec- section of each old books episode where... Uh, your beats are featured, right? For sure, man. That's yeah, that's awesome. And it's, I can't believe that. To me, that's just mind-boggling, man. I never would have thought there'd be a show like where my beat would be fucking just jamming and being the main part of it, man. So, I love it. I, I love it too. The it's concept of the show is like so. So anybody that doesn't know, old books is a euphemism for um, green material, <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's all about uh, silly jokes about that. And in the middle of it, 
uh, there's a there's a musical interlude and uh, Capo's beats play and um, the set. It, this is all like on a uh, a little dollhouse, <laughs> and and this and the dollhouse is direct. De- the dollhouse library is miniature self divide self little awesome sets. And they're great. It's beautiful. I don't mean dollhouse in any negative way, but I don't know how to describe it quickly otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, it's got all kinds of cool art and cool books and little jokes and things that you're supposed to find. It's kind of like a Where's Waldo and the whole Featured time. Featured artists sometimes. I mean, you oh, got every the cool time. Pictures. Yeah, exactly. Dave, uh, uh, Damon uh, Davis is one of them. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's so it's really cool and so the whole time that uh, you're looking at the different sets and you're getting to see and kind of play Where's Waldo with the stuff, uh, Capo's beats are jamming and it's one of the tightest things. I, I love it. <laughs> I just think it's super cool because you get to it's just like live yeah. out. You just Re- get tranced out there yep. for that minute, you know. Hell yeah. So check it out. Old yeah, books. there's some deeper meanings to that old books if you're looking closely. You know what I'm saying? But not that's that's the mystery right there. You have to figure that one out later. Where can people, <laughs> so where can people check out old books? At? On YouTube. Yes, there, man. All of them. They're all. If you up look there. up old books, Peter C. That's the way I always yeah. have to find it. Yeah. If you just put old books, you're not going to get it. You got to no. do a little digging. You got to do P- Peter C. P e t e r s e a y. That'll get it. S e a y. Yep. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> um, so, you got any tips for upcoming producers? How do they get started? What would you say? How, how you know? What's the best way to get into hip hop right now? Just find a, a lane that you're comfortable with and do you, man. You know, don't try to fuck. I'm tired of this carbon copy. You know, trying to do this and do that shit. Make this sound. Make that sound. Just do what you like to do. You yeah. Know? Be creative. That's what it's all about. You uh-huh. know, at the end of the day, just have your outlet. Be creative. Make the shit you like or, and are comfortable with making. Sure. You know, don't try to do something you're not comfortable doing. Yeah. You know? Or not, I shouldn't say that. You can obviously go outside. But, you know, just remain who the fuck you are. You sure. Know? Be the best you you can be. You know? Right. That's that's damn good mm-hmm. advice, man. So let me ask you this. Um, do you play any actual instruments? I do, man. I can jam a little bit um, on the guitar. I, you know, I got a couple guitars, so obviously I can hold down. I can play some songs. I can do some nice. Bob Marley, some Otis Redding, you know. So hey. I can jam out a little bit on the guitar. I can hold my own on the drums, you know. I'm not gonna go fucking rage or anything like that, but I can hold a beat, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I can play the basic keys, you know. I'm just a, I'm good at little, good at everything, great at nothing when it comes to fucking instruments. But uh-huh. yeah, I can jam around a little bit. Wonderful. Yeah. So, would you say you are? Um, let me ask you this, because this is a common thing I always ask. Have you ever learned any music theory at one point in time? I actually could play the clarinet when I was like oh, shit. ten years old. Really? Nice. I could read music and play the clarinet. I was in band and I could do all this shit. And yeah. I, was, I taught and I did it for like a year or two, you know. But then I quit doing it. Whoops! And <laughs> I lost it all, man. I don't fucking remember a damn thing about the clarinet. Oh, I, no. could, I probably couldn't even put one together right now. Oh, so, gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You, you remember any of like the stuff that you learned as far as just like the basic music, music stuff, like the notes, beats, chord progressions? Did, yeah. did that kind of still... Yeah, for sure. I mean, I still yeah. know, you know, tempos. I know bars. I know measures. You know, I yeah. know all that fun stuff just from doing beats and things of that nature. But, you know. That's about as deep as it gets right there, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because I know that's one of the main things I know I always, Matt knows this, that I stress so much, is that... Music learn, theory is key. It's mm. fucking key. It's the foundation to oh, yeah. everything. Just knowing music. Don't be a dummy. Sure. Just, just, just listening to it, you know, I mean, and doing it for so long, obviously, you know... You, Intuitive just, like exactly, nature is you good. You pick up on shit anyway. Yeah. There's a natural click, you know, in your brain now. You can actually... you can 
feel certain things and you don't have to see it. It's not just because it's not written in that language doesn't sure, mean right. you don't understand it or know it. You no, know, you totally. Just, you just can't see it on paper. Oh, tons of jazz musicians back exactly. in the day didn't know fuck all about right, what they were doing. Exactly. They just knew how they to do it. They were doing it, it though. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just instinctively knew it. Exactly, right. And, that's, and I think that's one thing I think even if you don't, like you said, if you don't have the formal training, just... Try to at least know Pay something. Pay attention for sure. Something. Yeah, right. definitely. Something, because that's, that's just so key. Like, it is. And, and I'm glad I'm starting to see more and more producers coming in now. Whether you took it formally or not, that know that. Right. Because that helps so much. Right. Because I've run across people just in the past that literally have never taken a damn music theory. And it was just like, yeah, you might want to do this to make your stuff sound better. Right. And they'll be like, what? I'm like, but it's boring. I'm like... Might be boring, but fuck it. Hey, <laughs> get the more shit out the you know, get out the way. I the mean, more you know, I mean, it's, it's never gonna hurt you. Knowing more is never gonna be a bad thing. You know? Exactly. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's just I think it's just the foundation to all anything creative dealing with audio. It starts from there. Oh yeah, definitely. So this beats nasty, man. Like this and one, I, I, like, I've been bobbing my head. This is one of Jay Toffers right here. Nice. Yeah. Dude, I literally have been bobbing my head to like almost every track <laughs> I've been hearing, man. Like shit is live, man. I appreciate it, man. You know. Absolutely, man. So let me ask you this: uh, Have you sold any tracks, or do you just usually just work? I with used your to do this hit? shit, man. I used to sell them for like fifty bucks a pop and shit, but I was selling them to all my homies, you know. So it was like, mm. then I had to go shake up my homies for the fucking <laughs> money they owe me and shit. Yo, dog, you fucking still owe me fifty bucks for that well you know and then it just became kind of you know nothing fucking ever popped or nothing so to me you know the way to my money comes back it's it would be if something ever fucking really blew up sure. you know then i'm gonna say hey man you know sign that fucking check but at this point in time dude i'm doing it for therapy man you know mm. like this is my love and it's what i do just so i honestly don't fucking lose my shit you know what i'm saying like i mm. love fucking music so much that it keeps me fucking sane, literally. Yeah. It's like a medicine to me. Right. I have Absolutely. To do it. You can tell if I haven't been doing music for a while because I'm out in the streets looking like a fucking idiot, you know, fucking look all disheveled and shit. You oh, know, no. like, it really keeps me fucking... Focused. Focused, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it works a part of my brain and it keeps me, it keeps the chemicals going. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how many guys come in and, and call the studio therapy. <laughs> for sure. And it's I, I used to not get it. I totally get it Yeah, now. It's, it's a big deal, man. You People know? gotta come and get their shit off their chest you <laughs> exactly. know what i mean yeah that's exactly what it is absolutely man so when you're producing you producing in headphones or on speakers both yeah yeah i usually start off with the headphones uh -huh. you know just to kind of get everything leveled up and then what i'll do is i'll take it from that plug it into the live system run it through like a, a, a eq so i can see if everything's fucking popping right you know what i'm yeah. saying so i can see if everything's anything's going over and if it's all good to go from that point i'll drop it man i'll do it through a live cd burner uh -huh. and the live cd burner you know will kind of show me if anything's if the snare's hitting too hard everything will be here but every time the snare pops it'll fucking be way up here yeah you know? so i'll just bring everything to a level point yeah and then i'll drop it and that's usually kind of where it sounds good at nice okay yeah. So let me ask you this: Have you done any uh, anything like as far as engineering, any kind of DJing, or have you stri strictly with just producing? I mean, I started off as a DJ, but I mean, how serious can you take that? I was a fourteen-year-old kid, you know. So I mean, really, all that did was just build my production knowledge because I was just learning how to mix the beat with another harmony or something like yeah, that, you know. Right, so right, I was right. just kind of building ideas for beats, really. So I played a couple raves and shit, you know. I did a couple things DJing like that, but. Um, that was kind of the extent of that shit, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. but uh, 
I forgot what the original question was, man. Did you do any? Do you do any engineering or DJ? Oh yeah, engineering. Like no, I like. I always had good friends. Like I said, man. Luckily, they always fucking recorded it, and they made it sound way better. I did do a lot of engineering, and my shit always sounded like way worse than what the homies were doing with my shit. You know. Sure. But with I am dropping an album that's um, a bunch of old Capo songs that I recorded on my Rolling 16 track, nice. which is the same Rolling that Crucial used to use for bits and pieces. Oh I shit. bought it off a of Crucial, man. Nice. So this wow. thing is, yeah, I can't believe it. it's still going, man. It's starting to give me a little bit of shit, you know, but it's still fucking alive and kicking. But anyway, I've re- been recording on that since 2007-ish, maybe. Uh-huh. So I, when I bought it from him, and I got a plethora of songs, man, and we're mixing them down now. I'm running them from the Roland to Pro Tools and have an icon yeah. mix them down even better with Pro Tools. Cool. And, you know, so, but I did, you know, I got did my fair share of engineering, man. Yeah. But it was, it was never like you. you know oh, what sure. Well, don't, you don't want to get, you don't want to take it where I am. <laughs> that's yeah. a whole, that's the opposite that's, side. Yeah. Of that's a lot of time in, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> time served. So if somebody's trying to find you online, man, how do they get at you? Shit, go check out that Bandcamp Broke Poets shit right there. That's the first thing I'd say. I mean, I'm on Facebook, obviously, but, you know. You got an Instagram? Uh, I do have an Instagram, the real capo STL right there, you know what I'm saying? So go check that one out. Um, and I think that's about my presence on the internet right there. Um, jimspoolroom.com. You can still pop on there and listen to some stuff. Uh, check out Perfect Strangers old joints for sale, but not for sale old joints on uh, iTunes and all that good stuff. Obviously, if you're going to go digging that route, Perfect Strangers and Bits and Pieces, man. I You got to listen to Bits and Pieces. If you don't know who Bits and Pieces are, then you're missing a huge, huge chunk of St. Louis hip-hop history. And um, it'd be in your best benefit to go take take a listen on that. Tight, absolutely. That's a good plug. Fuck yeah! So one uh, one thing I want to ask you because you definitely plugged in my whole life. Uh, the OG man, uh, DJ Crucial man. Yeah. So, so tell us. So just give us a brief history. Like, how did you and Crucial meet up with each other? Like, what's Crucial your history? Crucial is basically St. Louis's Jesus Christ. I mean, he is the <laughs> most fucking cool, humble, nice motherfucker, man. I've never heard him even cuss. I've never heard him raise his voice. <laughs> Just the chillest, coolest motherfucker ever, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he's doing some amazing shit right now. He just produced the album with Matthias, you know, Sadie the Goat. Matthias and the Pirates, excuse me, Sadie the Goat. And, uh, man, I just we did a show with him just last weekend, and that shit was booming, man. Yeah. I mean, they got the live band playing over some crucial beats, too. Yep. And it is fucking fantastic. Some really, really good stuff. So I say, you know, go check that out as well. That, that'll definitely tell a story, I'm sure. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Hell yeah. Well, I think that's about all we got. I got a, I got a, I got a guy coming in that's going to kick us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Get kicked out of here. Yeah. There, but yeah, man, I think that is all we got as of right now. But any final thoughts before we get out of here, my brother? Oh, that's it, man. Just do you, St. Louis. We got to do this shit, man. You know, I think we got a lot of talent out here. We got old dogs that have been doing this shit forever and just are so fucking extremely talented. We got this new, young, raw, natural talent coming up right now. And it's it's just be lovely to see everybody fucking with each other and having a good time and just let St. Louis really shine because it's, it's been way too fucking long, man. This shit has been fucking great over here. So I say St. Louis, come together, unite. Jim's Pool Room F5. Capo in the house, broke poets, baby. What? Represent. What? what? JPR, what? <laughs> what? All right, y'all, peace. 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 <laughs>